Hi everyone, today is September 24th, 2023, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Links. My name is Green Ranger. So, Casey Cup wrapped up uh, last week. Going to go over the top decks this week. The Forbidden and Limited List update that comes along with it. Grandpa event. Last event before the New World. Dual quest. Going to go over the New World. What comes with it. And a bigger discussion. What will happen to Duel Links? Just as a reminder, you can get this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Search Duel Links Podcast, Duel Assessment Podcast. And all the old episodes are available on WordPress, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. So my week, um, I did a little bit of the KC Cup last time. I think I ended just a rank shy. I think I was DLV 19. So yet another week of non-qualifying. And that's really it. Um, Doing the grandpa event right now. Cards aren't really good at all, so, um, you know, it is what it is. In Master Duels, I did, uh, you know, they have the two uh, festivals going on. Finished the first one, the King of the Island event. That was pretty fun. second one was less fun, but um, I am... This is the XZ's uh, fusion event, if you will. I already did the XZ's part. I got the dual... Uh, the Graveyard Banish... Special Graveyard Banish thing. And um, I did it with the Railway deck. Railway. Just just straight Railway. Level 10 Railway uh, deck. Got enough XZs. Got, that can get you enough wins. Now they have a separate gem component for Fusion. Uh, which I haven't done yet. But I could just do that. To finish up what remaining gems I have. I think. Alright. So... I have a lot of computers going on here. It's kind of a weird situation, but I try and make this work. So let's go over esports this week, and I'll just go over the KC Cup. Uh, for the first time in a while, they actually have all of the uh, top 10 decks, so I'm going to go over them pretty fast. First place, uh, it's at Glory, I believe. Let me see. It's just at Glory, a uh, Japanese name. I'm too late At this point in my career, I'm too lazy to look up the name. But uh, two different decks here, Boro Launch Rocket and Destiny Effect, Destiny Hero. Both um, considered Tier 3 decks from Duel Links meta, but good enough to win enough games in the KC Cup. But uh, Boro Launch Rocket, we have three copies of Rocket Tracer. Three copies of Magna Rocket Dragon, one Silver Rocket Dragon, one, two Metal Rocket. Um, extra deck, I mean, sorry, extra deck. Spells and Traps, two Rapid Triggers, three Quick Launches, just a lot of these Quick Play spells. Uh, one Boot Sector Launch, of course, three Book of Moon. And then back row is just a lot of solid cards. Two Ice Dragon's Prison that completes the Limit 3 with the one Silver Rocket, three Warning Points, and Needle Sealing. Extra deck, we have the fusion card Boral Load Furious Dragon. One Limit 1 Draco Berserker of the Tenyi, level 8 Synchro. 
Void Ogre Dragon, another level 8. Dark End Dragon, level 8. We have two rank 4 XZs, Evil Swarm Nightmare and number 70 Malevolent Sin. And Link Monsters, Boroload Dragon and Booster Dragon. So, a uh, big strength of this deck is having all these different cards available in the extra deck. Four different types of cards, if you will. And uh, the Destiny Hero deck... One Plasma, two Malicious, two Decider, three Celestial, three Jill Dark, Reinforcement of the Army, three Book of Moon, Destiny Draw, three Crackdowns, that's limit three, three Bottomless Trap Hole, and Expendable Die. Extra deck, we have Destiny Hero Dystopia, that's the only fusion card, two Rank 4 XZs, Evil Swarm Exciton Knight, Evil Swarm Nightmare, and Link Monsters, Borolo Dragon, Nightmare Unicorn, Ferocious Flame Swordsman, Nightmare Cerberus, and Nightmare Phoenix. Second place, uh, this is a bond that illuminates the future, uh, Ursarctic Synchron. We have two different uh, archetypes going on here. A Synchron component with three Jet Synchrons, that's a limit three. Three Unknown Synchrons, a card that hasn't seen play in a bit. This is kind of like the first card you got with... Um, not the first card you got, but one of the earlier cards you get with Yusei. One Synchron Explorer. And then the rest are Ursarctic cards. We have one Ursarctic Megapolar, two Ursarctic Megantinus, three Ursarctic Micpolar, two Ursarctic Megabills, three Ursarctic Mechanus, three Ursarctic Departures, three Ursarctic Radiation. One Big Dipper. Extra deck, we have Shooting Quasar Dragon, Stardust Dragon, Formula Synchron, Ravenous Croco, Ursarctic Septentrion, Ursarctic Grand Chariot, and two Ursarctic Polari. This is a deck that, um, I'm not sure if this is the conventional build of it with uh, Synchrons, but the skill, uh, the bond that illuminates the future definitely uh, is compatible with that. Third place, Act, Boral Launch, Rocket. So this is a very similar deck to the one we just saw. Actually, it's identical. This is the same exact deck that we see with the first place player in terms of the main deck. Extra deck, yeah, it's the same exact deck, actually. So, two Rockets in the top three. Fourth place, Centirus. Two uh, Destiny Hero decks, uh, pretty similar in these decks. Um, this, this player does run Destiny Hero Dreamer. That's the only difference, really. Um, one of the decks is more of a, a, you know, Divine Wrath that kind of helps you dump a card into the graveyard and negate and destroy effect versus Warning Point. So Warning Point versus. Find Wrath. Player also brought some uh, BLS decks, so Soul Soul of Light and Darkness BLS decks with a Magistus component, where they run three copies of Endymion, the Magistus of Mastery. Um, it goes along with the Rank Four Xyz Ninaru, uh, the Magistus Glass Goddess. Fifth place Japanese player. Uh, Gandora deck. Determination to fight Gandora. These are pretty similar decks. Um, 
there's a Gandora component, two Gigarays, Gandora the Dragon of Destruction, two Dark Arm Dragon, some gadgets, of course, three gold gadget, three silver gadget, two green, one red, one yellow. Um, the difference, there's there's also a um, Orcus component, three Orcus Harpoor, for example, two Orcus Nightmare, Orcus Symbol Skeleton, two World Wands, and one Orchestrated Babble. Two Orchestrated Return as well. Next place, Grucius. Two different decks here. Holly Angel Trick. Um, Trick Stars. This is three Corbane, three Candida, one Lycoris, two Kiteroids for Stall. Spell Shattering Arrow. Um, I guess that's a tech against, you know, field spells and stuff. One Trick Star Light Stage, three Dark Hole, three Trick Star Festival, and three Ice Dragon's Prison. It takes you to play against uh, Ice Dragon's Prison to know how good that card is. And also Border Launch Rocket. Um, this is a rocket deck that runs Necrofusion and Forbidden Chalice instead of the quick Rapid Triggers. Then place Shota, Boral Launch Rocket. This is a 25 card deck. Uh, runs Rapid Trigger. Got some of those core... Um, Acro cards, Ice Dragon's Prison, Warning Point, also runs Cosmic Cyclone. Eighth place player, Gandora player again. Not much new here. Ninth place player, Haneo, Raging Pendulum, Pendulum Dragon. So this is the highest placing uh, Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon deck. One Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon, two Oaf Dragon Magicians, three Wisdom Eye, two uh, Skullcrow Bat Joker, one's a Fyros the Elite. Three Tackle Crusader, one Timebreaker, one Noble Dragon Magician, one Blackwing Kalima the Haze, two Dragon Pit, one Dragon Pulse, three Pendulum Calls. And notably, this deck runs Shooting Riser Dragon in the um, extra deck, which can branch off into different plays. Uh, this player runs Black Rose Dragon, Trishula, Zero Dragon of the Ice Barrier, which is the main beneficiary of the Shooting Riser Dragon, Cyberframe Lord Zeta. Odd Eyes Raging Dragon, Queen Dragon Jin, Dark Rebellion Xyz, and Abyss Dweller. In 10th place player, So, Boral Launch Rocket. Again, it seems this deck has pretty much won this KC Cup in terms of you know, representation in the top decks and things like that. Some other notable decks, there's 11th place player, Howo, of the uh, Burning Roar Salaman Great deck. Sophion, second, uh, twelfth place, sealed tombs, Infinitrack. This is pretty much the smallest um, monster list for the Infinitracks I've seen. Only one anchor drill. That's kind of uh, something there. That. So the. Um, I'd like to think that the KC Cup affected the Duelings meta power rankings. Tier 1, Tenyi, 34.5, Odd Eyes, 27. Um, I think this is just a response to the nerfs that went on. Uh, Tenyi was not highly represented in the KC Cup like I thought it would be. First off, it's not a fully formed deck. They have heavy reliance on a um, basic Link monster, if you will. But um, I think uh, in response to these nerfs that this deck got more popular. 
Odd Eyes at 27. Still a pretty strong deck, uh, though they do get hit. Tier 2 BLS 23, Rockets at 16. Rockets still a very, you know, fairly ranked deck despite being the top deck in the KC Cup, in my opinion. Destiny Heroes Tier 3, 13.5. Uh, Trickstars 12.5. Ursarctics at 11. Crusadia at 11. Crusadia and Ursarctics are decks that kind of came up in the KC Cup. Ursarctics been around, but Crusadia kind of came up for. Um, and back into the meta. Trickstars are always just around. Pretty much as much as Rockets are. Destiny Heroes. Destiny Heroes and Rockets I feel like are a bit un- underrepresented in these power rankings. But you know. That's what it is. So as mentioned there's a forbidden and limited list update. Uh, I don't think there's a skill balance update. Um, and that kind of goes along with what is to come in the game, but, uh, so first off, limit one on shooting riser dragon. And I think this is not because this card was played a ton, but in the KC cup, there was a combo where you could turn this, uh, monster into a lower level. It's, it's notably a synchro tuner. So you could turn it into level 11, Trishula, zero dragon, the ice barrier, or a level 10, ruddy rose dragon. That's basically what I saw with the, decks that placed in the KC Cup, they had the, you know, option to play either one of those. And now, um, notably, this this deck was played in Odd Eyes. Um, I mean, this card was played in Odd Eyes, so this is a, a small nerf to Odd Eyes, but um, they already had a limit one on the Odd Eyes Raiding Dragon, who I believe should take precedence over this card. Um, if anything, this opens up more uh, options in the extra deck for different cards besides Trishula or Ruddy Rose Dragon, but I, I assume this uh, got, got a lot of play in the community, and it didn't, it didn't necessarily place in the top 100, uh, but this probably saw a lot of play. So hence this limit one, despite you know not, a, not everyone being affected by it. Um, probably only saw it as a broken combo in some players limit two we have lady debug i think lady debug being moved from limit three to limit two is a buff salamangrates and code talkers despite being um salamangrate deck in 11th place didn't really show up so both decks pretty much whiffed in the kc cup and this is a bit of a buff so uh, previously, tier uh, limit three, we had Lady Debug and Salaman Grid Circle. And of course, limit three is the old limit two where um, you run a lot of good core back row cards. So now um, the deck can run three circles and two Lady Debugs. Um, they have the option to run... Uh, any of those limit three traps now as well, so it helps the deck. Also in limit two now is the promotion of Maldoshe Pettingcessor, who was a card trader card, one of those card trader cards that was released as a limit one. Now this is limit two, which is basically just a consistency buff. Um, the Maldoshe deck kind of whiffed in the KZ Cup as well. Uh, I don't think anyone in the right mind would play Metalshay in the KC Cup because it's um, because it's a really slow 
grindy deck. And in the KC Cup, you're trying to amass amount of points, and this might take a while. So, anyhow, um, what this does, it is takes away some stall cards, but they're not like great stall cards. Like Rainbow Life, Scrap Iron, Scarecrow are both limit two cards, but I think Metal Shade didn't even run those cards to begin with. So. Um, I think this is just a buff to Madoche, and it's a free card anyway, so you might as well just grab it at the card trader when you can. Now, limit three, we have Dragon Pit Magician. Um, this is a hit on Odd Eyes, uh, Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon, whatever you want to call the deck. Um, so previously, we had... Uh, we have Pendulum Call as a limit 3. Now Dragon Pit as well. Dragon Pit and Dragon Pulse were pretty much a combo. You run those cards in a set with the three Pendulum Calls. And that helped you... That's like an engine helped you draw cards. And um, sets up for Pendulum Summoning. Now notably, Pendulum Call does not have to be used on those two monsters. You can use the other Pendulum Magicians, Oath Dragon Magician, Wisdom Eye, for example. I think those are the two we have in the game so far. Um, there are more. Uh, we just don't have them yet. But um, right now, this affects the Dragon Pit, Dragon Pulse combo. So that kind of limits how many you can use um, in the deck. So um, even, and even so, the... Um, well, they always ran... They always ran Pendulum Calls to limit 3 cards, so there's, there's really no way about it. This just really hits at that engine and hurts it. But, like I said, they, when they have more better Pendulum Magicians added to the game, like, uh, there's the Double Iris. I forget the names of the cards. There's, there's one that tutors the... Uh, I forget the cards' names, but some of the Irish Magician. There's the Purple Poison Magician. That's the one I remember a lot. You know, different cards. Timebreaker they can use. So this is not the end of the world for that, but um, it does hurt that Dragon Pit, Dragon Pulse combo. Now, another notable Limit 3 is Destiny Hero Malicious. And um, Malicious is useless if you just run one because it requires a two-card combo. Like, you... Summon one from the deck if you banish the other one. So, like, it's it's a card you have to run two of. And uh, this limits those good limit three traps for Destiny Hero. So, big nerf here, I think. Um, it kind of hits, like, the it, their whole getting bodies on the board situation. Um, that's really what this affects. And this deck... The deck is strong for getting bodies on the board, and Malicious is a pretty good card for that. So, uh, limit three choices or Malicious, it's up to you. Run just one good limit three card, I don't know. Now, this uh, change is notable also for a massive unlimit, unlimiting, if you will. So for Luna Lights, we have Luna Light Yellow Martin. Um, I don't think the deck's competitive regardless, but um, this will open up some play for that deck. Thunder Dragon Dark. 
Thunder Dragons have pretty much been a pet uh, complaint for the community. So <laughs> them getting nerfed to the ground is a pet complaint for the community. So here you go. Tatsunoko. I don't think um, this card saw a ton of play besides one KC Cup. So you can get into bigger Synchro Summons at will. Dark Contract with Gate. Triple D, Double D, whatever. They, um, they have room to run. Now notably Speedroids. Speedroid saw a last last time they had hit was something uh, card game put on limit two. Now Fuki Motodoshi Piper and Double Yoyo are both unlimited now, so that deck can can get going again. I think um, they were a pretty strong deck in the last KC Cup. I think so. Now they can get going again. Mech Knight Indigo Eclipse. Uh, Mech Knights are still hit quite a bit, so I don't think this will. We'll bring Mech Knight Orcus back. Farfa, Malabranch of the Burning Abyss. I think they still have some other card uh, on the limit list, but I'm not sure. Ritual Beast, Tamer Elder. I think this is the last Ritual Beast, so uh, we'll see what happens. That deck's probably not too strong at this moment, though. Alright, so that's the Forbidden and Limited list update. We have this uh, this week, we have Grandpa. Arrives again. This is a pretty much complete clone of the last event. We have two new cards and a dual skill. But none of them are really all that good. So. First card is Chow Sai the Ghost Stopper. Dark Spellcaster level 4. 1900-800. Neither player can activate the effects of spells and traps in the graveyard. If this is sent from the graveyard. From the field to graveyard. You can target a spell or trap in your opponent's graveyard. And banish it. Remember when uh, Kaiku the Ghost Destroyer was a good card? This is kind of like the same type of card. It's like uh, archetypal, high attack level 4, and it does have disruption to the graveyard. Um, this prevents like secondary effects from hap- from going off in the graveyard. And you can think of it as a tech card. Things like, you know, skill drain or um, things... You know, when the game gets more advanced, there's more... Um, there's more cards that can activate in the graveyard. Um, but this doesn't prevent monster effects. There's a card, uh, Debunk, for example, a trap card that prevents monster effects from activating in the graveyard. Now, you could think of this card as um, Necro Valley in some ways, but then it's not a full Necro Valley. Um, that kind of prevents cards from being moved around from the graveyard, and this kind of does a similar thing. They can't activate the effects, but it's more a secondary effect, so it's not that useful. But level 4, 1900, it's a good beginner card. Um, second effect is not too uh, impactful. I think it's more, honestly, I think it's more important to stop monster effects in the graveyard than spells and traps, but that's really what this card is for. So it's a tech card, but not too useful as a tech card. Now, the other card we get is Fukubiki. This is a trap card. I can open this page. I can see what Fukubiki is. It's not a great effect, I can tell you that much. So, Fukubiki is a trap card. Each player shuffles their deck and ex- excavates the top card of the deck. Add the excavated card of the higher attack to that player's hand. Also, send the card of the lower attack to the player's graveyard. Spells, traps, and monsters with question attack are treated as zero. If tied, place those cards to the bottom of the deck. I don't see the point of this card. 
If anything, it prevents a scry draw. Let's say your opponent rearranges the top three cards and they they want to draw the next card. You can disrupt the scry with Fukubiki. It could also be a uh, a tech card for decks with big monsters. Let's say you run a deck with a lot of big monsters, and then you have to, your opponent does not. You can kind of increase your chances of drawing a card versus your opponent. Okay, um, that's really it. This card's not good. Um, it's too situational to be useful. It's kind of like if you know you have a big deck versus your opponent with a small deck. And then you have to consider monster consistency. If you're running a deck with a lot of monsters, a high attack, versus a deck with very few monsters, then your chances go up. But then, like, still a very situational card. I don't see it as being useful at all. Now, this thing, event, comes with a skill called the Forbidden Overlord of Yore. Can be used before your normal draw each time your life points decrease by a thousand. One of the cards from your normal draw this turn will be a random Exodia of Forbidden One Monster. Also apply the following effects for each normal draw for three turns. First turn add a right leg and a left leg from outside your deck to the bottom of the deck. Second turn add a right arm and left arm to the bottom of your deck, and third turn add Exodia, the Forbidden One, to the bottom of your deck. So this is another Exodia skill, and this is the second one um, after Grandpa's cards. Now you basically can't really compare this to other skills besides Grandpa's cards. Grandpa's cards adds all five pieces of Exodia to your deck at the beginning of the turn. You ran a 20-card deck, you ran 25. This one's gradual. Um, you add them for three normal draw turns. So like, pretty much like turn six or seven, you'll have all your pieces of Exodia in your deck. Now, a duel could be over by then, so that's important. The The good thing about this skill is that it runs a, light, a dual, a draw sense. So you could just like draw a piece of Exodia for every... 1,000 life points lost. If you can plan that out, you're never going to plan it out. But if you, could, if you could, you could get like three draw senses off. Um, so overall, I think the problem with the skill is it does not do what Grandpa's uh, cards does, and that's adding it directly in the beginning. Because there are enough draw engines in the game where it could be pretty strong. There's um, that Void card. There's um, Bamboo. There is a Bamboo engine you can run. Um, you know, various monsters can tutor Exodia pieces, which of Black Forest, Sangen, either one works. Um, it's Into the Void. I think that's a Void card. But there's so many different card draw cards. Uh, Magical, Mine... Excavation, Magical Stone Excavation. A lot of different card draw cards that you can just run Exodia. This one you have to wait, kind of survive six turns, seven turns, and then you have to... Well, it's three turns, but you're going to have to like get them gradually. And then it's added to the bottom of the deck, so it's like... Your chances of 
you you have to like shuffle your deck if you will. <laughs> like you get the problem, right? Like it's added to the bottom of the deck, and then you have to like shuffle your deck back and and chance it. It's like the random chance of you drawing the Exodia is burned down, if if you will. So if you could see that the draw sense is nice, but then trying to fit in a thousand life points lost hurts. Your opponent can just end you right there, and you don't even get the thousand life points lost. So, yeah, there's a lot of problems with this skill. I would run Grandpa's cards over this. There are enough draw engines in the game right now that it's good, and you don't have to run this skill. So, um, yeah, I would not play this skill. That's the end, uh, long and short of it. Now, the last card I will discuss today... My computer's acting like crap today. Dual Quest. You get a new card here. CXZ's Comics Hero Legend Arthur. Rank 5 XZ's Warrior. Earth Warrior. 3 level 5 monsters. 3,000 attack. 2,400 defense. Once per turn, this card cannot be destroyed by battle. If this... Card has King, Comics Hero King Arthur as XZ. It gains its effect. When this card destroys a monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, you can detach an XZ's material, banish the destroyed monster, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half of its original attack. So the original Comics Hero Legend Arthur isn't good. It's a rank 4, kind of like detach an XZ's and can't be destroyed by battle or something like that. Mediocre attack. This is the rank up magic version of that, so you're gonna have to run like this is rank five XZs, three level five monsters. Once per turn cannot be destroyed by battle, three thousand attack. That's that's very subpar for a rank five, like three level five monsters especially. And you only gain the special effect if you rank up magic. So the the cost of running rank of magic with um original comics hero hero arthur prevents a better rank 4 xz's monster can be, to be played in the deck now you can have some kind of synergy let's say noble knights you could do noble knights and have this as a rank of magic um and have some kind of warrior synergy going on sure this card has a nice ability we can banish that monster and inflict burn. Those are nice abilities for sure, but I think the cost of running the original XZ's monster and the rank of magic cards kind of too situational unless the deck has other CXZ's options, if you will. So that is that. Now uh, on to the hot button topic. Uh, we have a new world coming in a couple of days, Seven's World. And Seven's World comes with Rush Duels. So let's go over the world first, and then let's address the controversy. This is coming on September 28th. So by my count, that is, what, Thursday? There are four confirmed characters Yuga Odo, who is the main character as such, the main characters have two colored hair. There's a character named Luke. There is Roman Cassidy or Cassidy Roman. I'm not sure 
what order they're going to put the name in, and Gavin Sugetsu. So, four different confirmed characters for Seven's World. There's a campaign um, at a prismatic Dark Magician for Speed Duels. Get a prismatic legend dark magician for rush duels. Ten packs of the old set, uh, world of Barian. Ten packs of a sevens main box. Um, so that's a new rush duels box. A new structured deck for rush duels. Uh, you are dream pack rush prismatic. You are an SR dream tickets normal S U R S R. Skill and character unlocks 1,000 gems, seven world playmat and sleeves. Um, so just quickly, um, rush duels. You start with 6,000 life points and four cards in hand. Each turn you draw until you have five cards. And if you have five, you draw one. So it kind of encourages emptying your hand, I guess, to that's what the game does. But then they give you a life point buffer so that you don't like end yourself too fast, if you will. And then each turn you can normal summon as many times as you would like. And there is no standby phase. So any card of standby phase is um, not here anymore. It's kind of like the first duels in the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! If you remember, like they could play like... As many monsters as possible sometimes. Or like they cheated sometimes. They play as many monsters as possible. Anyhow. Um, just looking at some of these cards. That they got. Um, Seven's Road Magician. It's kind of like the new. Um, Ace monster. Seeing this card. It has a requirement. So uh, send a top card of your deck to the graveyard. So it's like a. Initial cost. But then it could also help you if you have graveyard strategy, for example. So that's that. Kind of mediocre stats, though. They have some retrained versions of previous cards, um, and pre, and also some like new, some new cards as well. Um, these are all pretty lousy cards, given that the game is pretty new. Um, some of them are like the same cards, like like there's Celtic Guardian, for example, and things like that. Um, Luke seems to be the dragon player. I'm seeing like different dragon monsters. Wing Dragon makes a return, for example. Seems like Yuga is a spellcaster specialist. Summon Skull's back. Dark Magician's back. Uh,. Dragon, this level 7 dragon seems to be a main card as well, but I don't know what it's called. Lightning Vault Conductor. Anyhow, I think uh, that's it. So we're going to get this world. Now, the main controversy is what happens to the game, because uh, Based on what I can tell off these things, there's only one currency system of gems. So there's a whole new game world in Rush Duels with Speed Duels. And um, if you're not 
splitting the currency, if you're not having a second new currency, then you're going to spend your only currency on two different game modes. Now, the next box, as confirmed, is a Rush Duels box. So, um, that's going to be the first sevens box, and then they're going to have a different card pool, obviously, um, you can't play speed tools and rush tools and have the same card pool. That's something that, you know, the most basic card players should know. Like, uh, you got these nice cards for rush tools, you can't use them for speed tools. And you got all these cards from speed tools you gained over these years, you can't use them for rush tools because the rules are completely different. No standby phase. That's big. Um, drawing a ton of cards every turn till you have four. Uh, normal summons as much as possible. That kind of gives you, that kind of gives more play to like low, like not as good normal summon cards, if you will. Uh, but then, like you think about boxes down the road, will boxes be split? If a box is split, then the value goes down for each uh, rush duels and speed duels. So uh, that's key um like you like you're going to be going in for speed duels cards and you can get these rush duels cards that you can't even use in any way that's that's a big factor now you could think about it this way where you could split card releases so it could be like alternating speed duels rush duels and that will lead to a recession basically where you slow down the content release for Ultimately, the main game mode, Speed Duels and Duel Links. Duel Links has been about Speed Duels for seven years. And Rush Duels is here. And that slows down Speed Duels. So, people will be... This could this could lead to a content slowdown. It, it definitely is a card... Um, card release slowdown. They're not going to have as many cards uh, released... Um, but then, like, is the drain going to be as big as you? Because, like, you could just be an exclusive speed duel player and you could skip all the rush duel stuff. Um, and then you could kind of, like, gain more currency, but will they also slow down the events? Like, some weeks, will they just have rush duel content? That's a good question. And then, like, there could be things where the... Like, I know this is going to happen. They're going to force you to play Rush Duels uh, for gems. And that's going to be like, oh, you need to buy Rush Duel box to get these gems. And then where does it go for Speed Duels, right? So that's really the big issue here. Uh, is Duelings dead? Um, we know it's slowing down. We know that Rush Duels will slow down Speed Duels. But what will this game be? And um, at the same time, Master Duels is here. And Speed Duels is expanding a card pool almost like Master Duels. It's not there yet, but that's way. Like, what identity does it take? Is it going to be a Rush Duels game? Is it going to be a Speed Duels game? And that's really the big problem here. That's kind of like hurting the fan base. Like... Like, it's kind of like tearing it up. Like, they don't know what direction the game is going. Uh, we won't know until we find out. 
like what the card release system is. I think that's really the main part. Um, cause then like all of the speed duels players can just go to master duels if, if rush duels takes over, right? And it depends how much of the audience partakes in rush duels. I don't know. To my knowledge that the card pool isn't very well developed cause it's a new game. So there's a lot to consider here. The future of the game is at stake here. And, um, it's kind of like if you're losing your core that's still around. Like, they already lost some of the core for Master Duels. Some people just stop playing, you know, altogether. But what will happen to the remaining fan base? We don't know. Um, so it's a very interesting time um, see what happens. I, I, it, it, is, it is a very radical change, and it could be very dividing. So we don't know. Uh, it's sorry to sound somber like this, but uh, <laughs> it's really the truth here. So next week we'll find out what what lies ahead. And of course, you know this is also to note um, for people who truly enjoy Rush Tools or got into the game through Rush Tools. This is great for them. Um, yeah, that's all I can say. It, it, it will appease some people. Those are my thoughts, and um, we still don't have upcoming news, but we know that the massive update is incoming. Oh, also that they're sunsetting the game for... Not sunsetting the game. So somber now. They're upgrading the the Android. Like, if like if you're playing like a really old phone, it's not going to work anymore. So, uh, just be wary of that. Alright, so that's enough for this week. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.